0: Welcome to That's On Them. We're your hosts. I'm Aspen. And I'm Cheryl. And we're here to talk about
1: life's challenges and how to navigate them. Offering tried and true tips and tools. Let's do this, baby. <laughs> I'm ready
0: to roll. Are you ready? Good morning, Cheryl. How are you?
1: Good morning, Aspen. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> the loonies have been let out Hi, of the baby. Loony bin. How's my girl? I'm so good. How are you? I'm pretty damn good too. So just saying. Great. It's great to see you. I love when I get to see you because usually we talk on the phone. I know. At, you know, one o'clock in the morning for me. Literally. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You stay up late. You're a little night owl. Well, you eat late here, right? True, true, true.
1: Yeah. Eat, drink, sleep. (laughs) Eat, drink, love. How's your weekend been? Good. Crazy. Busy. Oh my God. Back to back to back. So coming off of the cold, uh, which is so so weird, like the whole world has a sore throat right now, and then moving right into Eat Fest. Oh Jesus God! <laughs> <laughs> oh, because you can't not. Um, you yeah, know, the food's so, too good. Oh my God! And it was back to back to back. So tonight was supposed to be another something, and I said, um, I um, no. I can't. My my body's like, what are you doing? You didn't eat for three days. And now you're fueling up like your cup runneth over. So, (laughs) basta. Well, I think the best part about
0: you being there just for my, for my own selfish reasons is you, there's such an illumination in Italy of community, like everyone's constantly eating together. Whereas like here, it's more of a, oh my gosh, we're going to go to dinner and it kind of has to be planned. And it has to be this, (sighs) like, it's so much effort. Whereas you're like, oh, I'm going to a dinner and there's going to be 20 people there. Oh yes. You know, 40 people, it's just come on over. And I think we could all take a play out of the Italian book, which is come together, sit down, eat a meal yep. together. Like yep, it's quite literally food for the body, but food for the soul too.
1: No, honest, it is definitely food for the soul. And what's really cool is that, um, you know, you can be with anybody, new people, old, yeah. and when I say old, not age, but you know, people you've known forever, people you just met yesterday, people that you, maybe you love, people that maybe you don't love, but it doesn't matter because we're a community. Yeah. And in the mm-hmm. moment of eating, everybody loves everybody. <laughs> right, this food tastes too good, and the food's and the food's great, and the music's great, and we just go on. Anyway, what is yes. our? What? Um, I I literally just had a brain fart.
0: <laughs> What's our subject today? <laughs> okay, so coming Sorry. off of last week, coming off of last week, we had a great question that came in, and we talked. We like went That's over the right. question for a hot second, um, but we're gonna blow it out. So the question was, and let me let me you know give it to you all. So you have it. Um, someone wrote in, which is, I love this topic. Can you talk about borrowing trouble when things are good and getting sucked back into negative biases? So really that self-sabotage. So today is self-sabotage to enlightenment.
1: Dun, da da <laughs> da. <dun. laughs> <laughs> so um, so with respect to transitioning from a state of self-sabotage to a state of being enlightened or enlightenment, empowered, whatever the E word is for you, it's a true, true, true profound shift, guys. It is not easy to shift from self-sabotage, which every single human being that I know, at least that I've met, probably for you too, Aspen, yes, self-sabotages, right? We're not born with self-sabotage. We're not born with that kind of a mindset, but boy, does it come in quick with our patterns and our programs, which we definitely are going to do a masterclass on one day. But we, this profound shift of behavior and mindset and perspective and, and just every day, right? I think all of us probably self-sabotage every day. So that shift of, of making it happen to being enlightened and enlightenment is not easy. Wouldn't you agree?
0: Oh, a thousand percent. I think, yeah, you're spot on. The self-sabotage really comes from programming and habits and societal norms, cultural norms. Um, And I think a big, that shift is ginormous and it takes such a mindset shift and such a spirit shift. I can speak to my own experience with self-sabotage and like completely, you know, not getting the answer I want or getting stuck in this negative loop where it mm-hmm. completely shuts me down and I self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. Oh, we have mm-hmm. dinner plans. I'm not going to dinner. I'm going to stick my, <laughs> like that. I'm a protester. Nah, 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 yeah, I'm like a it. protester. I'm like, um, it's my way or the highway. And if I get uh, stuck in that negative loop, I'll just put my foot down and r- I'm not ruining it for anyone else. I'm ruining it for me. I'm 100%. making myself miserable. And that's what self-sabotage is. It's really ruining it for yourself. Yeah.
1: You're self-sabotaging uh-huh. the situation, the thought, yeah. the pr- whatever the moment is, you are self-sabotaging it with your own thoughts and your own perspective of how people are supposed to show up or how they're not showing up, right? So yeah. when you were – I remember when you were in college and mm-hmm. you wanting to leave this particular college – And I think there might've been a little self-sabotaging going on. So if you could give us a mini, mini little version of that, I think that might really help with all the people that are going back to college pretty soon.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So if anyone's not familiar with my college journey, I took on the mindset of why would you go to one college
1: when you can go to multiple? (laughs) (laughs) And drive one's parents maybe crazy. (laughs) Oh, it drove them completely
0: nuts. Um, but no, 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 in all seriousness, yes. I was, you know, you're young and just trying to figure things out and didn't know what I wanted and was really the bottom line was I was living for other people's expectations instead of doing what I wanted to do. And I was really stuck in mm-hmm. like, this is what everyone's told me I need to do, so I need to do it. And so I was out of school, and I was really not enjoying it, but it wasn't about the school. It was about I was not in a good place mentally emotionally, spiritually. I was really, self
1: sabotaging.
0: yeah, I was self-sabotaging and I was in all fairness, I wasn't really giving it the best shot, but I wasn't in a good place. And so I wanted to leave and I wanted to quit and I wanted to be done. And I wanted to throw the towel in and say, I'm not doing school anymore. I'm going to like be an entrepreneur, blah, 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 whatever. Um, and I was having a really hard time making that decision because of the opinions and expectations of others. So it's like, well, I can't do that because I would be perceived as a loser, or I can't Mm -hmm. do that because my friends would look down on me or my parents would look down on me. And it was really, I got stuck in a negative feedback loop based on other people's opinions, not based off of what I truly wanted.
1: Yes, Um, because you weren't in your personal positive energetic loop yet? Nope. Not yet. Not at all. Not, not at the time. And pardon me for interrupting that, but you know, when you said you got into this negative personal energetic loop, right? Versus the positive one. Um, I remember you telling me about that, right? And that self-sabotaging that, that occurred with you, that was actually really paralyzing for you. Yeah. Because you got into such a state, such a behavior, such a mindset and a perspective like you said, from other people's opinions and expectations of what was right and wrong with this. And self-sabotage, We, I want to shift a little bit if it's okay, and you let me know if it's the right timing of this, but I want to shift to that that enlightened place, that enlightenment place, that empowerment place. Is that okay?
0: Yeah. One, one thing before you shift in to that, the self-sabotaging, I will say, was so... Um, it was based out of this insecurity of I need to be something for other people to see me. Like I feel so insecure. And that, I think that was the biggest like, as we transitioned to this enlightened plate to talking about this enlightenment, it was really letting go of the narrative of serving, doing things for other people in the sense of like, I need to, um trying to find the best word for this, but you know, I need show to show know- up, show up a certain way. I need to show up a certain way to make other people, for other people, not for myself.
1: Yeah. I love that you said that though, because before we actually get into the enlightened now, because you triggered some other thoughts that, you know, when you and I just flow like this, but <clears throat> I think that that's probably one of the biggest hurdles is when you get into that expectation of what are people going to think of me um, if I do X, Y, Z, and I'm talking to everybody that's going to college, going to or high not school.
0: college. No, we're going to high
1: school well yeah i'm I'm going a little younger now because okay. this starts at a very young age. this self- sabotaging starts in elementary school, and it starts with other people telling you that you're not good enough and that you're wrong um, and and I'm not going to get into that whole school system because that's a whole nother conversation. Right. but and having raised my child in in you know sap- fabulous schools, and I absolutely I think that teachers are the How do I want to say this? Underpaid and underacknowledged, And that's all I'm going to say about that. But with respect to this whole um, behavior thing, right? It starts young. So that's why I want to talk to high school and college right now, because there are so many things out there that tell you you're not good enough that tell you that that you are self-sabotaging, whether it's social media, whether it's a classmate, whether it's a professor, whether you didn't read it right, whatever that is. And right now we want to stop it. And we want to stop it by telling you how to enhance yourself and empower yourself and enlighten yourself. Does that make sense? Because it comes from these outside forces, and it comes in like a tidal wave sometimes. And especially when you're in this group energy, and colleges and schools is group energy, you guys. And talk about this positive personal energetic loop, madonna mia, it is hard to combat it. Mm -hmm. So we're going to give you a few tips and tools immediately to combat this. One is being freaking aware that it's happening, Awareness and acceptance, we talked about this from episode one and episode two of transformation. When you are aware of something, that's when you can change a behavior. There is nothing wrong with your behavior. Please hear us. You are great as you are. You just Mm -hmm. need to reprogram the fact that you are and accept the fact that you're thinking this way, right? Mm -hmm. And commit to yourself. Be really self-aware. Self-awareness and self-compassion has to come in. Does that make sense, Aspen?
0: absolutely yeah that awareness is huge and it um it's really you have to be aware in order to take on a new reality like there is a sort of except when you're saying especially young people like we're all brainwashed to be a part of to think a certain way to be a certain way and it doesn't yield individuality and creativity and exploration of self And that's really where we have to bridge the self sabotage. There's an awareness that awareness is, hey, I'm doing this behavior. And then it starts to move into, I have to accept a new reality or a new desired outcome. And a lot of the times, like release the ego. Mm Because I know with me, it was like, I had to accept the fact that some people might think I'm a loser, some people might Mm -hmm. think I'm making mistakes. And that's on them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and to your point, it, it's to adults as well. Um, I'm sorry for interrupting that at the Keep moment, going. but, but you know, when we set a clear intention and you and I've talked about this a thousand times, we self-sabotage Mia, all the time. I yes. probably did it last night. Who knows when you and I were talking at one o'clock in the morning, I'm sure I said something about it, right? <laughs> I'm sure I had some kind of encounter. Actually, yeah. I can relate to one. But but when when I set the intention that says this no longer serves me and and you and I both know when we shift out of our mind and we get into our heart and our soul, the ego's driving the mind. The ego's driving the self-sabotage. The heart and the soul is driving the self-compassion, guys. Get into that fricking heart, get into that soul, get into this, this no longer serves me. Mm-hmm. And also what I love about this is we're reframing some things. So this happens, you're not good enough. Do, 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 You didn't do the test right, blah, 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 blah. Okay, right? I'm not showing up, whatever that is. And you go, you know what? I gave it my all. Yes. And that's what I'm, I I'm gave it my all. I am committed to this. I am going to show up for me. Write yourself if, and, and how do I want to say this? You, record, you reward yourself, right? Give yourself that compassion, that hug, that I'm okay. And that whole acceptance of it. Right. And once you start to change that, that, that generosity for yourself, yes. you're, you're going to start to shift. And when I, and one of the tools I want, and I know I'm going on and on and I'm going to break in a second for you, but, but write it out audio it, like literally you can go, today I shifted from thinking blah, blah, blah to X, Y, Z. Cause yeah. that other thought no longer serves me. Kind of give yourself freedom and forgiveness to enlighten the mindset. Make sense? Yes,
0: I love that. And I wanna just jump on the, expand a little bit on the giving yourself grace and compassion, cause that can be really hard for people. And it was actually very hard for me because I am a like, when I set my mind to do it, I want to achieve it and I will do anything. Um, And that can lead to a little bit because you're going to have to pivot a hundred different times to get to the road. And usually the end goal looks different than what you thought it would. And What I'm trying Mm -hmm. to say here is when you are in that self-sabotaging loop and you want to give yourself grace, but you just can't because you're so programmed to a certain outcome that you desire, pull yourself out of the situation and be Mm -hmm. the third party in it. Literally Mm -hmm. close your eyes and visualize you watching yourself beat yourself up and be the third party above, like a big sister, a big brother. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, would your big Mm -hmm. sister and big brother appreciate the way you're speaking to yourself? Hell no. Your best friend, they would say, "Uh uh-uh. None of yeah. that. Not allowed. Oh no, you Oh no, you Don't did Don't you it. dare talk to yourself like that. Don't you dare do that to yourself. Yep. You're too valuable. You're so loved and adored and that is no way to treat yourself. For me, that really helped. Getting yep. out of sight of myself and then I was able to go You're right. If this was my mm-hmm, best friend, mm-hmm. I'd give her a hug and say, mm-hmm. "Don't you ever talk to yourself like this mm-hmm. ever again."
1: Yeah, Anyways. give yourself a big hug and a big and a big love. To wrap it all up, really, yeah.
0: the bridge from this self sabotage to this enlightenment is this awareness. It's an acceptance. It's a self compassion, and commitment. then it's opening your mind to a new
1: possibility,
0: to a new reality.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Awareness, acceptance, uh, commitment, intention, and quite frankly, understand that you're resilient recognize the resilience. Yes. If, there's, if there's anything to write down, read down, write down your frickin' resilience. And then in time, you guys, this is what's really cool about writing things down or taking an audio note on your phone or whatever, is that down the road, you're going to go, oh God, I used to do that. Right? Because when you're out of your head and into your heart, Jesus, God, (laughs) magic and miracles happen. Okay. So this just came to me in this
0: moment. Yes. Your mantra for this week, when you get stuck in that negative feedback loop, you're going to do what Cheryl said. You're going to write down the new reality that you're setting. I shifted from fear to love. I shifted from whatever it is. You're going to write the shift down. And your mantra is, I am resilient. I am a pillar of resilience.
1: I love that. We're such such (laughs) just in time and girls.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right. We love you guys. Have a fabulous week. You are resilient. You remember that mantra. I am resilient. I am a pillar of resilience. And if you could please subscribe, rate and review this podcast, it really helps us and share this with someone who needs to hear it today. Send it to them as a happy Monday or a midweek text. And then lastly, we're on YouTube. We are on YouTube and you can watch us if you would like to. We would love for you to click on our channel, subscribe, comment, review. That's a great place to leave comments. We're going to be checking, engaging with you guys. And that's it. Have a fabulous weekend. Big hugs, babe. Ciao. That's On Them is hosted by Aspen Rocha and Cheryl Paletti. Produced by Lauren Boone and edited by Sarah Buchinski. Love you, Tots. See you later, Tots.